Welcome to the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Podcast. This podcast is for you if you are a Christian artist and you want to grow your listeners, make greater impact, and grow your business. Meet your host, A.B. Ogini, a lifelong singer, pediatrician, recording artist, music business coach, and founder of the Fulfilled Musicpreneur Academy. Welcome to another episode of the Fulfilled Music Printer Podcast. Um, I am excited about this episode today because I am here with Matt McLeod and it's going to be an amazing discussion around all things music production. <laughs> so buckle in and get set. I'm just going to read his bio so you know who we have here with us today. <laughs> Born and raised in Waterloo, Ontario, Matt McLeod grew up in a musical household and started drumming before he could walk. In addition to music, he loved telling and hearing stories and will spend hours memorizing and recounting them to anyone who would listen. Not much has changed. Today, he continues to nurture his love for music, master his skills as a musician and producer, and steward these gifts for the kingdom. Matt specializes in cinematic pop and CCM production, though his work as a drummer has extended into jazz, gospel, folk, indigenous and alternative rock. His musical adventures have brought him across Canada, the United States and South America. He has worked with artists all over the world from small personal ministry projects up to GMA winning and nominated projects. Matt McLeod, thank you so much for hanging out with me today on this podcast. Welcome. Thank Welcome. you. Yeah, I'm happy to happy to be here. Amazing. So, do you want to just tell us a little bit more about yourself? Um, something that is not in the bio I just read. <laughs> tell us something else about yourself, and just have a have a chat with us. Introduce yourself. Something that's not in the bio. Oh, maybe my. Uh, hidden secret is that uh oh what's something uh well i'm married to my beautiful wife her name's amber uh the two of us we uh live with our 15 year old cat snowflake um my uh amber she's working towards uh becoming a doctor right now and uh i'm at home on on music duty and cat duty (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't have it uh, any other way. Just uh, love love being able to do uh, and steward, you know, the gifts that God has given given us, and uh, just to encourage others to uh, yeah to do the same. Mm, amazing. Well, um, it's great you said that because I think your content on um, social media is one that definitely speaks to um, someone who has a heart for helping other artists. I think you're one of those people that um, I definitely learn from. Um, you've, you've talked a lot about not just your work as a producer, and you give a fascinating peek into what it is to be like a producer because you, you actually um, let us know 
the the vision that the artist brought to you and how you worked your way to the final product which i just love um but you don't just talk about production you talk about um other things like marketing um so yeah thank you so much for that because i've definitely learned a lot from you and i'm sure we will learn much more on this podcast today good stuff yeah i like to uh you know and anything that i can help um you know just to add value to to other artists and and uh, creatives in this in this sort of sphere and circle i you know i do what i can to to help and add value so i'm i'm glad that you found it encouraging yeah yeah do you want to tell us how you started as a music producer well um i i would say my music experience started first as a drummer um that was my my uh <laughs> instrument and passion from day one and never really turned from it and um you know throughout uh high school and and uh university years that opened up some doors for me to um be a part of studio sessions as a drummer that sort of thing um you know, help out some some bands as well, uh, record projects with them, and just being involved in that whole world, um, I loved it. Mm. You know, it was so satisfying to create this impactful piece of art that moved people and helped people connect with, uh, you know, with their creator, and um, it was so cool to be a part of that. But I found myself just becoming more and more interested with the bigger picture and not just mm. you know my role as a drummer in the piece but you know what what sort of uh details the piece as a whole had uh and how we could you know take these stories uh, that artists have and you know how could we actually tell that story as a whole piece of music not just in my role as a drummer so i i really became a lot a lot more interested in those years as uh you know just into the whole production process and uh i think that really opened up um more more interest in that area so you know that uh that's sort of where the the door opened and um just started to learn and and you know work with some local artists and um you know things just continued to to move forward from there Mm-hmm. all right so um as a producer what process do you have when you work with artists hmm. um that's a good question I, I always like to follow kind of the same process and i can kind of you know paint a scenario for you of what it would look like um let's say an artist messages me um I open up my chat on Facebook and like, hey, I'd love to work on something with you. Um, basically, most important thing um, at the beginning of the process is making sure that, hey, I'm actually the right fit for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important number one fundamental thing for any producer is are they the right fit for that artist? Because there's a lot of great producers um but even the best producers may not be the right fit for absolutely particular artists and mm. you know i'm um 
well, yeah, I won't go into too many details, but um, it, it comes down to making sure that um, the sound that the producer can facilitate and create is going to be the right one for the vision that the artist has. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always the first part, you know, connecting, having a call um, with an artist and getting to know them, getting to know their story um, and getting to know, uh, you know, what their vision is for their project, what their goal is for their project. Is this like a little hobby side project or are they looking to, you know, chart radio with it or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, different ways that that could go. And so understanding what their goals are, um, and then being able to prescribe a solution to them that in in the music that you'll make that will help them achieve those goals. Um, so that's really how I see the role, you know, as a producer is ultimately you're, you're a project manager and mm-hmm. your role is to um, facilitate taking the artist from point A when they first messaged you on Facebook or whatever it might be and taking them to a place point B where they want to be through creating music. Mm. Okay, it's interesting. A facilitator and a project manager. (laughs) That's interesting. (laughs) Alright, so for an artist who may be new to working with a producer Mm -hmm. what would you want them to know before working with a producer before actually employing and and going ahead to work with a producer yeah um i think first of all um they need to know and not just in their own hearts but they Mm -hmm. need to know from other people as well from feedback are the songs that they've written ready to be produced um production is not uh cheap good i should say good production is not cheap um and that can be a really expensive venture to pour money into a song that just is you know not the best song and just needs a little bit of work so um first and foremost have some people who you trust listen to your work. Uh, it doesn't have to be like a, f- a phenomenal demo or recording of it or anything, but just enough that they get the picture, they get the idea, the melody, they get the idea of what you're working on, um, and get some honest feedback of, mm. you know, is this is this song good? <laughs> is yeah. it where where you know just so fundamentally is it is it a good yeah. song? Um, and you know, bounce that off of producers as well. A good producer will will say, "Hey, this is. Uh, I think this is great, and I think we can do something really great with this." Um, they'll also tell you, "Hey, I think this is not ready to be produced. Here are three things that you could work on um, to help improve this, and you know, here you know some resources to help you do that." Um, so, a good producer is going to equip them to make sure that they have the best songs. Um, to start with, um, because, you know, <laughs> uh, good production won't fix a bad mm. song. Good mixing won't fix a bad song. 
you know, you could have the all-star team, but if it's not a good song to start, then, um, then uh, it's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna work out. Um, so that's, that's definitely starting point. Uh, first thing, get that feedback. Um, and then second thing, and, and I'll, I'll stop after this one because I think th- these two are kind of the main main ones I would want to share. Second thing would be, um, once you have a good song, make sure that you have a vision for that song. I think a big misconception is that, um, that uh, well, that I know a lot of artists have, is that it's the producer's job to create a vision for the song. And that's true to an extent, but ultimately the producer's job is to create the artist's vision and understand and bring in the right people and facilitate, like I said, project manager to make that happen and to help make, draw out the artist's vision. Um, it's, It's not the producer's job to um, set the vision for the song because really it's not their story to tell it's the artist's story to tell and they obviously can give their input of you know hey i think these instruments we could use these to you know help create this type of feeling and create you know create this this uh space and atmosphere that you're looking for um i think you know these these instruments and sounds would work great to do that um but ultimately, the, the the sound and the the vision for the sound and the space and the atmosphere and all that that has to be something that is um, envisioned and planned for by the artist. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you, the the best best projects that I've been a part of are ones where the artist knew what they wanted um, and they went very smoothly because we knew where we were with the demo we knew where we wanted it to go and it just pieces fall into place that way and the projects that don't run smoothly are the ones that are trying to figure out that vision along the way and that's where you you know you have to take detours and you know all right let's come back to the beginning let's try Mm -hmm. this again and yeah. It's a waste of time, it's a waste of energy, um, and uh, more easily... Uh-oh. Uh, I think I lost you there for a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so I, you, I, you said more easily, that's the last thing I heard. Okay, uh, my, yeah, the last thing was... It's happened again. Uh, I think it happened again. I'm cutting in again here. Okay. So, back to. <laughs> okay, so the last thing you said. <laughs> More easily. <laughs> More easily. All right. Let me just make sure we're 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 connected. I think we're I think we're smooth here. Okay. Um. Basically, yeah, just take the extra time at the beginning to make sure that you that you understand your vision is basically mm. the last sentence I was saying. Yeah, yeah. 
I think these are two really important points you bring up, honestly, because it's some people don't don't want to hear that their song is not good, but wouldn't you rather hear it before you pay all this money and get it produced or have it produced and it not do so well? Like when would be the best time to hear that this needs more work. Yeah. I think people just need to realize that there are steps to getting a song ready and it, 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 it needs the time it needs, like it needs the work. You know, if you rewrite and rewrite it to make sure that it's ready, then that's the best. That is, you, you know, you've done the work. You, mm-hmm. you can you can pay the money and you can market it knowing that this is the best it's become you know you know what I mean so I think people just especially up and coming artists your songs have not been tested yet it's not like you have multiple songs that have done really well when you're just starting out you need to take that time mm-hmm. you need to take the time and it might be that you enter into a program where you get either group coaching or one-on-one coaching. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely worth it. Otherwise, you're going to be spending all this money and releasing a song and it's not going to do well. And that's because yeah. you didn't take the time to get that feedback. Yeah. And then take, taking the extra time to really come up with a vision for the song because, I mean, even me, I've been guilty of, oh, this is how I want the song to be in my head, but I haven't relayed it properly. I didn't get like a um a sample track or a reference track and you know to to let the producer know actually this is what i want um this is sort of sound that i want you know and sometimes i've actually said um (laughs) i remember the last song i sent to a producer i was like i want a um I can't remember what it's called now you know when when uh track slows down a little bit Maybe oh, like, yeah, like a, a retardando. Yes, that's yeah. it. And I was like, I'm gonna attach a song, <laughs> and this second to this second, what they did here is what I want you to do here. You know what I mean? Like, mm. you need to take the time and come up with that vision. Um, yeah. as as you work more with the producer, both of you will get a rhythm. You'll know what they what they can do, and and what you and they'll know what you can do. Um. Yeah. But if you're just starting out with a producer, you don't want to take that chance of thinking that they get the vision because music is, what's the word I'm looking for? People hear different things in their head. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I can co-write with someone and this and this has happened before. I co-wrote a song with someone and because they are really great at singing like, um, um, whimsical jazz you know that that's how they they play and i i I don't have that that is not my um area of you know skill or knowledge (laughs) at all um i remember her playing it and i was like uh i don't know how to sing this song you're playing (laughs) and we wrote the song together you know so people hear it differently Mm. i mean i think it's asking for a level of dissatisfaction if you don't have a clear vision and a clear way to communicate it to the producer 
um that's just asking for trouble and and <laughs> after you've done it a, a couple of times you will realize that you need to have a better way of communicating um yeah. so I- well and part of it too part of it is on the producer to be able to draw that out and you know to be able to ask the right questions and just spend a little bit of time at the beginning of a project just to understand um, because you know artists may think that they have a vision but it may not be to the amount of uh, detail that the producer needs and unless there's a conversation that happens they won't know mm-hmm. um, and so part of it is is um, the vision has to come from the artist but also the producer can help draw it out by asking you know the right questions and, absolutely uh, so yeah. it's it's an important part to you know that, that's that's one of the most valuable things that I've included um, in my process is just a, you know simple pre-production meeting like a, an hour at the very beginning just to go through a set of questions and understand hey you know what what story are you telling here what you know what what do you want people to feel when they hear this song um, what are some references and you know just to uh, talk about different instruments arrangement ideas just take that time at the beginning um, before you've you know gone too far into the production yeah you know set a plan at the beginning and then uh and then you can go move forward from there a lot more smoothly and a lot more efficiently yeah and i think both sides probably have to take a little bit of responsibility don't they because i think Mm -hmm. if the producer knows I, i have a producer who essentially won't take a song from me if i have not like provided chords and sang it Mm-hmm. He just he'll he be like, Ibi, you need to give me, you need to give me more than this, even though I'm still learning and and I I have to do something, you know. So I, yeah. I could go to a studio and literally get someone to play the chords and, and we come up with the chords together, and then I send that to the, to the producer, or I get on um and I never get, I keep forgetting Garage Band. Yeah, <laughs> band band camp or something. I get the, get on it and play like the simplest you know but but it helps it, it really mm-hmm. does okay so moving on to <laughs> pet peeves <laughs> producer pet peeves that artists should know about yeah um this this is going to be connected in a lot of ways to what we were talking about um a pet peeve uh, definitely of mine is um, <laughs> comments like oh you'll you'll feel it you'll you'll know you'll know what I you'll know what I mean um, just the lack of and maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's just too much trust um, and I'm not saying don't trust your producer hopefully there's a, a relationship that's built there where you can trust them but Pet peeve number one would be um, unclear expectations and uh, communication just as a whole. Um, And it's really tricky. You know, have you ever tried, this is just a fun thing to try for, you know, every once in a while, but um, just take a song and 
maybe like a chorus of your favorite song i don't know like um just for sake of example let's take like waymaker um that, that chorus have you ever tried to describe that song musically like the chorus if you were to describe that chorus musically just like a friend of yours what what language would you use it's and it's 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 hard like it's yeah. it's tapping into a, a side of our it's you know the creative side of our brain and learning how to put words yeah to these abstract concepts and yeah. so it's it's really it's really hard to do that but that's a skill that really needs to be developed to be able to communicate clearly um and it's the same skill that you know this is a little mini side tangent but communicating in that way to your producer that's the same creative communication skill that you should be using with your audience when you're sharing your music uh, to be able to really viscerally describe you know the story that you're telling and to actually honestly you know share that story um, because you're you're really describing um, you're just instead of using music to describe the story you're using a you know a written post or a short video or a photo or something or, or whatever the content you're using but um, anyways just um, unclear yeah. communication and expectations that um, around understanding um, definitely yeah uh, definitely a pet peeve I would mm. say um, and well maybe I'll, I'll ask you as well um, I, I'll ha I have another one as well but um, if you could think back to any like frustrating experiences you may have had as an artist mm -hmm. um, what uh, what were some of the things that made that frustrating and and um, might, might share lack of communication <laughs> yeah um maybe i have laid down the vocals and i don't have a time frame for when i'm hearing the first um you know finished products before any revisions right um and i email and still hear that so all of that that lack of communication drives me yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, I think there has been a level of should I like it, both of us have to work together so the fact that I can trust you enough to say oh can we bring this down a bit or oh, I don't like this yet can we try it without and mm -hmm. and that give and take between both artists and producers that that is is good to have and yeah. if you're a bit worried <laughs> that something will not be taken well that's probably not the best um <laughs> environmental atmosphere you want to have when you're you know working on a song um yeah. it's true yeah I, I was gonna say my second one it, coming off of that comment is you know the inability of people uh, producer or artist to lay down their ego mm. 
and ego just yeah you know just to to set themselves aside for the sake of creating the better final product and that might be their ego in how they receive feedback on performances um you know nobody well <laughs> i shouldn't say nobody likes giving you know critiques or bad feedback maybe there's some weirdos out there who like doing that but um you know generally speaking nobody likes to say hey i think you can do this better like this wasn't very good it's not a nice thing to have to tell somebody um but you know better that you say it then instead of them getting that comment after they've put it out and someone says like hey this sounds terrible um so just being able to set your ego aside to receive criticism um understanding that it's coming from a place of wanting you know yeah wanting the best and, and drawing out the best believing that they can do better um or you know another example um sometimes artists they they um are very attached to you know when they make a demo of their song maybe they they wrote it on um an acoustic guitar or whatever and they 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 play the guitar in their demo and you know they just they they like to be the one playing the guitar mm-hmm. um you know are they willing to set aside their um their ego as a musician um mm-hmm. to be able to let the producer you know bring in the right people to get a much better sound and you know that goes you know some sometimes i understand sometimes the the artist has to be the one that plays it and you know it's not a hard fast rule or anything but um a lot of the time you know quality and performance we can just get things a lot more you know cleaner a lot more professional if they are willing to you know lay themselves down in that way and say hey that's okay like i trust mm-hmm. um, i trust that uh, we'll be able to get a better result going going this way um and so yeah just being able to set you know <laughs> set, honestly, set that I ego aside yeah yeah absolutely um i this one not a pet peeve the opposite <laughs> <laughs> i used to have a producer who he he sort of knew how to get the best out of me like <laughs> on several occasions he was like amy i know you can you need to project this 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 part needs you know <laughs> you need to project and and It's a little little extra sauce one. <laughs> he was the only one who who did that really well. Like I remember one time he would actually he walked away. He was like, "Okay, you need to practice. I'm going to keep leave this recording just in case. I'm going to walk away." <laughs> you know, and and that song actually came out beautifully. And I don't think it would have come out that beautiful if he did not push me. So knowing when you can get the best out of your artist as well is something that is you know I, i don't think you can underestimate that that is really valuable um yeah. and what else <laughs> okay one last question and we'll wrap up sure yeah yeah any tips for marketing and um growth for artists yeah um So I think there's sort of two ways that you can look 
and that you should look at any kind of promotion or marketing and two different ways you can approach it but neither are, is better than the other they both have pros and cons but um you know first of all you can very simply if your goal is just for more people to hear your music and you know you want a higher listen count on spotify you want to get past that less than a thousand sign and um if that's your that's it that's your goal um best recommendation on promotion um hire a genuine actual marketing company that has proven results and actually can show those results um there's a lot of great ones out there and there's a lot of uh brutal ones as well that uh you know promise things that they can't deliver um so if that's if that's simply your goal um to get more ears um on your song um just hiring a promotion company like that who can you know get your song on bigger playlists on spotify uh on youtube um get your music in more ears um that's the best way quickest way i should say um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um nothing wrong with that that's a great great way if that's your goal um the second way uh is so that would be like paid promotion the second way would be organic growth um and doing things without any type of uh paid promotion or paid advertising um and if your goal as an artist is beyond just having more people hear your music that may be part of it but if you're genuinely interested and committed to building a relationship with your listeners and to building a, an audience that um that you actually serve and that that you have a genuine relationship with um then organic growth um is the <laughs> is the horse that you'll want to ride yeah. and that's that's where you gotta um it, it's a, a a longer commitment it's not nothing pretty about it it's just simply showing up online and building relationships with people who encounter you online um, showing up a hundred percent so that they meet you a hundred percent on the other side as as any you know transparent relationship should be like um now a few tips around that and this this could be obviously like this could <laughs> be a whole couple podcast episodes or yeah, a whole absolutely. series in itself but a couple, couple little tips on the organic side um and just to you know before i share those i'm i'm not like a marketing expert i'm not a i'm not an artist development coach or anything like that like i'm 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 a producer <laughs> um but i have um produced artists who have worked with some great coaches and these are the things that i've seen happen and the things that i've seen that work well um and first thing would be um, you've you've got to know who you are as an artist and you need to understand why 
you're an artist. <laughs> you need to know who who you are, who's whose you are, mm. and to whom you're called. Yeah. Mm. And those three things, because your your why and your purpose is tied in with who you are and who's who's you belong to and who's you are. Um, and when you have a really good grasp on what are the important things in life are to you, the important stories that have shaped you and the small details and convictions, your strongest convictions in life that, um, you know, you, you have to hold fast to, they are essential to who you are. When you, when you understand those and, and understand the stories that cause those to be important to you in life, if you have a deep grasp and can actually own those, Mm. then that's going to come through in everything that you do. That's going to come through in your music. That's going to come through in the way that you communicate um, online. The more that you can understand those things, the better you can communicate them. Um, Cause that's really all that organic growth is. It's just, it's just storytelling and just, you know, um, meeting people through stories and um, presenting a, a space where you can, have a mutual connection and you know in that sort of thing so um starting just understanding who you are your why and then to whom you're called um you know that is probably going to stem out of the things that you have overcome in life it's going to stem out of those stories and understanding who are the people that i can actually now that God has brought me to the other side, who who can I add value to and who can I serve? Um, you know, my, my story could be an answer that somebody's praying for in whatever situation they're in. And so who who is that person? Um, and so just a fun exercise, like just visualize, like create an actual like character <laughs> of, you know, a, a lot of people hear this term your ideal audience like that gets thrown around a lot and like what does that actually mean like this this is the person that if you were to um uh you know if you were to walk into uh, let's say for a date uh, like an example go on a date and have build a relationship with this person um that needs to be the other person and so you need to understand um you need to under- understand them inside and out uh, as you get to know them more um, so just understanding, um, what their, uh, what their hopes and dreams are, their fears are, the things that they're struggling with, the things that they, um, are scared to talk about, the things that they wish they could talk about, yeah. you know, the list goes on, but yeah. basically create this character, this avatar, um, of this ideal person that you would want to build a relationship with through your music, um, and everything that you share gets just streamlined at that person and you know that's that's sort of like marketing 101 sort of sort of thinking um but that's that that's really the fundamentals like the who i am whose i am and and to whom i'm called um everything stems out of that and then 
you know that is so beautiful so and it's such a great way to end it because it's powerful when you know who you are <laughs> what you've gone through what you've learned and can communicate it boldly and confidently um and you know that you're called you know that you know that you're not in this by yourself someone called you to do this and has empowered you to do it mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful when you can own it and step into it which is one of the reasons why i do this because i'm like i don't just want to do this but i want to cheer other people on as well to do it you mm-hmm. know um i think that just goes a long way such a long way and it's not going to minimize the amount of people that you can communicate with it will just make your communication more powerful yes. when you can reach the people that need to hear you um so such a beautiful way to end thank you so much for your time with us matt it's this has been um amazing oh, <laughs> in <well>. terms of <laughs> the quality of <laughs> of value that you've given to us today so thank you so much <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I know for... you have to go, so I'm not going to keep you any longer. But I'm hoping that in the future we'll have you back on the podcast because, I mean, there's probably so much more you can share with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would love to, and I appreciate uh, the invitation. Thanks. Wow, yeah. Thank thanks so, so much. much. Thanks. Have a have a good good day. <laughs> I know it's not <laughs> evening like it is here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks, Abby. All right. Bye. <laughs>